In this episode, we'll talk about using payment processing systems to help grow your safety consulting business. This episode is powered by Safety FM. Hi, I'm Sheldon Primus. I'm here to help you learn the business of safety consulting. This podcast, The Safety Consultant, will give you the tools to be your own boss by protecting the safety and health of others. It's a win-win. But before this episode, here's a message from our sponsor. Do you feel that your knowledge would be better served if you were your own boss? Your knowledge can help more people improve their workplace safety. Most of what you know may be wasting in a job that limits what you can do for the overall health and safety of workers. Now is the time to start your own business while you're still working for your current employer. Start your own safety consultant business with the Safety Consultant Blueprint course. Get your business legal in just a week. Brand yourself as an authority in safety, even on a shoestring budget. No more stressing about how to price your services fairly, but still make a profit. And experience the amazing feeling of being your own boss. This 100% online video course is instructor-led and will give you detailed steps to keep you focused as to what to do next to grow your business. Lay out strategies to keep you maximizing your marketing and networking efforts. And explain how to get money in between clients. Register today at safetyconsultantblueprint.com and enter the code PODCAST. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. And this is the show where I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. And I'd like to take some time right now and ask, yeah, whatever podcast service you're listening to this, can you give me a review or a like or tell me what you think? Either way, it's going to help me with uh, the production value. Let me know how I'm doing. I know we're just getting started with this podcast, but I want to make sure that it's giving you exactly what you need. So whatever service you are listening to this podcast on, just go ahead and give me a review. <laughs> You know, no one wants to know about a review, and I guess it's very important to get those reviews, but I really appreciate it if you would take the time and go ahead and do that for me. And I believe in their whole algorithms of who gets higher in whatever category you're in is by reviews and new downloads. So just want to take a little moment to say, please give me a review. All right. So this week, what we're going to talk about for your safety consulting business is payment processing. That's one of the things that you got to have. You don't need to set up payment processing with the, you know, a very large company that's going to take over and it's going to do the payment processing for you and give you everything, you know, coming straight from your bank. You actually could do almost everything in-house when it comes to payment processing. So this week I'm going to spend a little time and we'll talk about uh, the importance of it, uh, who to go to, who to use, and then also uh, what you could do with it. That's the, the main part. What can you do with the payment processing systems? So for any business, you got a bunch of different ways that you could 
get money. So for us, as safety consultants, we are pretty much looking at uh, charging for courses and charging for services. So the things that we want to make sure that we're able to do is make sure that we have the equivalent uh, methods so that people can, uh, you know, realistically get a way to pay us where it's going to be easy for them. So when you're thinking of online processes, uh, you're usually going to think of Stripe, PayPal, and WooCommerce is another one. So Stripe and PayPal, basically the same, and there's plenty of others, but I'm just talking about, you know, pretty much the, the big ones that you're going to work with. So uh, Stripe and PayPal both have a system in place where you could create a code, put it on your website, and that code can now be used for payment. And then people could type in their either their PayPal account or their Stripe account, or they could um, use that as uh, they could swipe a, if you had a pin. Basically, it's a, a portable pad that you could use and people could swipe their card or put it in if they have a chip. And uh, Stripe does that. Square is another one. I can't forget about Square. So Square, <laughs> Square PayPal, and Stripe are your big three that I know about. I'm sure uh, as I'm getting comments, I'll probably see some other people using other services. If you have a Square account and a PayPal account, those are probably the two most that you should use at first. And then the next one that you should get is the WooCommerce account, and that's for more online type services. But for instance, let's, let's start with uh, because I know that one the best, right? So first you're gonna have to go into PayPal, create a business account. So go through the process and make sure you create a business account, put your business name, your uh, employee identification number from the IRS, make sure they have that, and your email address. They're also gonna use that for your login code. And then also you wanna make sure that you have uh, just the business platform because they will allow you to do invoicing through there as well. So that's a, a good way to do that. And there's actually been a whole bunch of other systems out there that's going to help you with invoicing because I do see um, QuickBooks and Quicken. They do have ways of doing invoices through their systems. I actually do use QuickBooks and uh, I like that one because QuickBooks, it helps me where... Anytime I, I linked all my accounts, so anytime I, I spend anything that's coming through my accounts, I get a notification basically after, you know, maybe daily notification or a few times that it's used that there's some sort of transaction that needs to be itemized. So I itemize my transactions throughout the year, but that's only if you link all the accounts, including your Square and your PayPal, and then you could use something like Quicken to help with taxes and other things. You could you know, delineate your categories and all that. So that's what I use that one for. But as far as processing for payments when it comes to services, my the bulk of everything I do is pretty much from PayPal. So I set up the business account, and on the PayPal business account, you have the option of uh, doing codes, uh, HTML code, uh, that is going to be a PayPal button. 
So once you go into your uh, PayPal account, you're gonna see the option uh, under tools to create a PayPal button. So this button's really awesome. You've seen it before. Any site that you went to to do online, uh, any online purchase, if it's not Amazon, obviously, because they'll have their own system or bigger companies like that. But most of the people that are doing what we're doing, you know, home businesses, we're using a PayPal and you'll see the button that says pay here or buy now or something to that effect so that's coming from the paypal button uh, process so what you will do is just uh, go on your paypal page once you get your business paid and under their tools you're going to want to click that one that says paypal button so here's what that button does it's it's pretty much the interface from the person that's on your website that shows that they want to purchase this thing whatever it is they want to purchase it so they're going to hit that button that you create and then they're going to end up uh, using their credit card or their paypal account to purchase whatever that is so how i do it is when I create a class or even schedule a class, I schedule it so I know the date, I know the location, and then whatever entity I'm doing. So uh, for instance, if you go to my neosti, which is neosti.org, that is the nonprofit uh, business that I started a few years back. And I do a lot of work through there, meaning um, I hold a lot of classes through that nonprofit. So if you go to neosti.org, and usually on the heading will be uh, one of the, the classes that I have have available so once you click on the link to uh, pay the thing that's happening in the background is I would have already said this is the name of the product this is how much the product cost and then you do have some extra features that says uh, after someone purchases I want them to go to this page as either a thank you page or a registration page or if they go all the way to checkout and decide not to purchase, I get to send them to another page either to try to find out why they didn't purchase or give them some more resources or send them to a homepage somewhere so that they uh, you know, don't have to go through the purchase process. So that's the thing that the card's gonna do, the button I should say is gonna do for you. So that button's important. So when you get to your PayPal button and you're creating this thing, the best thing that you need to do is make sure that you think outside the box as far as uh, if you're gonna do actual sizes or uh, let's say for instance, for me, if I'm gonna hold a permit required confined space class, open to the public i picked the location we're going to do this class everyone's going to come out there and they're going to get taught on permit required confined space so as i'm pre-selling this class i'm going to put it on facebook i'm going to put it on twitter i'm going to put it on linkedin i'm going to put it on any social media i could think of so once someone sees the text of my ad they're going to click through and they'll come on the landing page that landing page will tell them even more detailed about the course and then when they click the button to pay i want to make sure i have options for them so some of the options that are typical would be maybe you're going to have two people and you want to give a discount to uh, someone that's going to have two or more individuals from the same uh, the same business that are going to come there so 
you're going to give them a discount there. So on your PayPal button, as you're setting it up, you're going to set up payment for one, payment for two, payment for three. And then you're going to even uh, be able to uh, give them that discount at that price. And there'll be a drop down menu there. So that's a, a good way of doing it. Uh, Another one is, let's say you good, uh, you are going to do this class and you want to do early bird prices. So you have a button for early bird prices and then I would create an additional button for each segment of when the price goes up. So let's say it's three months away, you know, month three you're going to have an uh, early bird price there that's going to be the cheapest. Month two, the price goes up, new button, because you can't actually um, do that selection uh, in one button because once someone has to drop down to say three months out, two months out, one month out, obviously your button is going to not know that they're three months out, two months out, or one month out. So you're asking the person who is paying to make that choice with the one button and truly they're probably going to pick the three months out one. That's, that's human nature there. So what you're going to end up having to do is having to create a new button for each time you're going to increase your price. So three months out, it's going to be the cheapest. Two months out, it's going to be a little bit more expensive. And then one month out, it's going to probably be closer to the actual cost of, at the door. Yeah, and the, but if you want to do an at-the-door price, then you're actually going to be using that, uh, that card reader that I was telling you about in the beginning. That's basically what they call it, when you can swipe your card and you can take a payment or put in the chip. Uh, PayPal will give you a card reader. I believe now there's a cost to it when I started uh, you just basically request it and they'll send it to you but now I believe there is a price to it and Square does the same thing so they'll get you can get a card reader from Square and you can get a card reader from PayPal I know for sure not to sure any other ones outside of banks but those two I know for sure and you just request it and whatever the price is they'll send it to you and then you can start taking cards either by chip or you can start taking cards uh, from you know swiping it and in some cases let's say your phone can't you know figure it out because you're putting this card reader in your phone and someone physically right there is going to be swiping so you can also do where you uh, input the number there too so that's a, a another reason for having a, a paypal or a swipe account or excuse me square account because those two specifically will help you get payment at the door when you're face to face in front of somebody so you definitely should have that availability because uh the last thing you really want to do is try to take a check and then have to wait for that kind of payment or uh if you're with businesses that work with purchases or purchase order and that's fine too you're you're probably not gonna do a purchase order uh payment right there at the door unless you're equipped for that but with paypal and square specifically i know you could do invoicing and your invoicing you could also uh put in the purchase order number on the invoice itself and i would imagine you could do that with any of the invoicing services including quickbooks i have that option with quickbooks but i have not actually used that one yet so i can't tell you the experience 
But PayPal, another reason I use that one in particular is um, I, I've got really familiar with sending out um, my invoicing. So I started talking a little bit about the invoicing, but for instance, let's say you have a client, you're gonna do an OSHA 30 hour class for them. So now I usually do where they pay 50% up front and then 50% the first day of class not the end of class, but the first day of class because we're actually uh, starting. So I'll do an invoice and the PayPal invoice is pretty easy. First, you're going to need the person's email. You're going to need to populate the invoice and they have uh, things that are actually static on the invoice like your logo, your email address, your physical address. They'll have that on each one of your invoices if you so choose and you can choose not to, but I usually do. So I'll have my business icon, my actual logo, I'll have my address, and then I'll do my employee identification number right there on the invoice. And the invoice can be electronic or printed out. So it's delivered electronically. They have the option to pay by clicking on that link, going straight to your PayPal, and then going ahead and making the payments that way. So that's great when you can do that, because then it's already in your account and PayPal could either be sent from your PayPal account to the bank or you should have a ATM card with your PayPal so that you can withdraw the money from anywhere. Unfortunately, there's no bank that's like a PayPal bank. So anytime you're taking out cash with your PayPal card, it is subject to fees from whatever uh, banking institution or ATM that you're withdrawing your money from. There's a limit to how much you can withdraw within a day and all that stuff, but you know, you can work that out later. But for the, for the convenience, of running your business, you should definitely have a PayPal account. And I would branch out to Square and Stripe uh, just because those other two, sometimes people don't have a PayPal, but they will have one of the other two. Uh, Stripe accounts is also online. I'm not exactly sure on how to run the, uh, the invoicing through them or not, but they can accept payments through that system. You'll just end up having to create a button for Stripe as well and put that code on your, um, on your webpage. So if you don't understand that part, let's talk about that a little. So once we're making that button that I told you about and the different option of the button, and I guess I should be writing this stuff down in order, right? Because I'm giving you guys whiplash with us. I'm going to the button and I'm going to the invoicing and back to the button and I, uh, it's, it's just off the cuff. I should write this stuff down. But anyway, uh, going back to where you're talking about the button. So let's say I create a button. At the very end of the process of creating the button and doing all the input that you want on the PayPal uh, page and even the Square page, then at the end, uh, Stripe page, I should say, and then at the end, you, uh, you hit a little button on the bottom that says create button. So once you hit that, 
then that will produce uh, HTML, HTML code. And this code is something that you will copy and paste into your website. And when you paste it into your website, you wanna make sure you're pasting it into something that will translate into HTML as opposed to uh, your actual word version of your, uh, uh, I guess the word processing side of your website is the best way I could kinda break it out. So on the website, I use WordPress a lot. So on the WordPress back page, you're, uh, they kind of break it up into each block. So for instance, if you're looking at a website, you're gonna see the heading, that's its own block. If there's any pictures, usually that's that own, its own block and uh, where someone just inserts the picture and then any wording, it's its own little section, which they call a block. And let's say that section is HTML. What you would do then is take the code you just copied from PayPal, paste it into an HTML block Lock. And then once you do that and you update your page, a PayPal button that says buy now or pay here or whatever wording you said will show up. And PayPal, you also have the option of putting in uh, your own unique button. So let's say you want to do a, one that says enroll or register. You'd have to create that yourself. Or you might be able to find an open source material that has a picture of the words, you know, enroll or register or something like that and then you use that link to whatever that that picture page is on the internet and you paste that link into your advanced section of your paypal button creation process and that's another way of doing it but quite honestly pay here buy here that's about most of the what you need or if you want a subscription page you know you could do subscribe here one of those uh things that you could you use so that's the the main focus for that one now, now that you got yourself the button and i talked about the invoicing uh one thing I didn't mention about the invoicing is once you set up the invoice, uh, you have the option of actually sending the invoice by email and you could do a email link or you could send it as a PDF. So what you'll do is uh, you'll hit the PDF button and uh, it's gonna show you the page itself. And then at that point, what you do is you just download the PDF version of that and then just bring it with you if you wanna uh, give this directly to a client, you hand them that button or you attach it as a PDF to your email so they could download that if they really need to have a printed version of the PayPal invoice. Most people I deal with, they just like to click the link and they'll go over there themselves. And if they have the availability to pay for it online, then they'll do it. If it's mandated that they have to send a check, what they'll do is they'll print it out right there and then they'll uh, attach it with it. But make sure in your invoice, you include a purchasing purchase order number if they have it. I'd also include uh, how to reach you. And on the very bottom of the uh, invoice, you could actually add services uh, that you, you you suggested or a little narrative at the bottom. There's a wording there that you could put in there. I would use that invoice as much as you can for an additional communication between you 
and the uh, the client. So good, thank you. Any of that is is where I would put that on that invoice too. So it's it works really well that way. So you definitely want to make sure that you have some sort of payment method on your website so that people can uh, find a way of making sure you get paid. <laughs> that's that's the key. You want to get paid, and uh, you could do that first before you actually do anything else as far as your your training or your services put it online and then have someone see that yes i could take this course here and pay this way or you submitted your uh your proposal they accepted your proposal and now you could send them that paypal invoice that says okay proposal accepted here's your invoice for paying 50 up front and then the other 50 upon the agreed term, if it's upon delivery of service or if it's first day of class, whatever you do. And then at that way, you have a tracking of who still has outstanding invoices for you, as well as they'll show you, uh, you have an opportunity once someone gets paid to put that in there and say, all right, this invoice has been paid through, you know, PO, it's been paid through a direct bank transfer. It's, I got a check for it in the mail. However you, you do that, make sure you, you put that in so you don't count somebody for paying you when they already did. But that's a good system to have. Uh, I use PayPal primarily. And then there's even uh, options on the PayPal system uh, that if you need it, like to infuse your business with loans or anything, they have that feature there too. Uh, they have a feature in there for uh, where you could grow your business through uh, cooperation efforts. And that's one of those you'll see on your uh, when you log in initially, you're going to see on their homepage the new thing that they're promoting. So I would uh, definitely look at that. But you need a payment processing system. It needs to be easy for you and easy for them. And you have to make sure if you're going to use that button use the paypal button wear that well use the paypal the stripe the square uh the woocommerce any of those <laughs> in the way that you could the that it's easy to understand that's 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 the point of it all uh one thing i didn't mention i just reminded myself is the woocommerce so let's say you are using a web page and you wanted to create digital products on your website you could do paypal buttons and do it through that system or i know wordpress.com if you have a wordpress theme on your website wordpress really works well with the woo w-o-o commerce so woocommerce will make sure that you could create your digital product right there and someone could download it at the same time so whereas PayPal they can't actually download it once it's purchased uh, but they can through WooCommerce so uh, someone purchased something on your site so let's say you want to give them a safety and health program you've got a, um, you've got a bunch of safety training that you could do someone could pick your course pick out the digital product pay for it right Right there on your website and then it'll get downloaded automatically so that's a, a 
purpose of the WooCommerce makes it easier. So I would generally use that for when I'm doing courses online, then I'll use a, a WooCommerce plugin. That's what it is. It's a plugin to the WordPress theme. So you just go through the plugin section of your WordPress and pick WooCommerce and there's a bunch of them. So you have to make sure you choose the right one for you. And if you do use Square, there's a WooCommerce PayPal and a WooCommerce Square. Uh, so make sure you, you keep matching the products correctly so that there won't be a breakdown in the code. And I think that's about it. <laughs> I, uh, I want to make sure that you guys got a good idea of what to, what to use for your uh, payment processing system because you got to have something. You need it. You need it just for your, the vitality of your business. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the tip of the week. tip of the week is while you are setting up your PayPal processing or your Square and getting those uh, cards and the card reader, the payment processing, uh, a good thing to do is to have when you're doing your course an availability or an opportunity, let's say this way, an opportunity for the students to upgrade to something else. So uh, therefore the card reader that you have on you, you could actually use for something. So let's say you have a, a copy of your, your latest book. So you have the copy of the book and that's going to be available after your session. So therefore, you have the card reader right there. So someone say, hey, I love that great topic you guys are doing. And is there anything else that you have? And sure, I have my book with me. So you give them a copy of the book, you swipe the payment, and uh, that's going to be really good. So there's other ways of doing that too. You could, anything that you would like to, to upgrade on a sale. And even if you have something that is, um, is uh, online, instead of taking them to the online page and then telling them they could pay for it there, you could take your payment right there with them, send them the link to what they just paid for in class, and then uh, it's gonna reduce the chances of them not picking up that item later. You wanna make sure that you reduce as much of the friction between purchasing as possible between you and your client. So uh, having one of those card readers right there on site is going to be wonderful for your for your business because then now even though you've had one payment with your course or one payment with your service it, the possibility is there that you could upgrade to something else but it can't it's not going to work if you don't have the method for them to upgrade to the payment method so that's uh, one of the, the things that I implore you to do. It's wonderful uh, to be able to to meet a client's need right there, right then. So they leave happy because they've got what they wanted 
and a little extra and then you leave a little happy because you're you were able to fulfill something right there without having to go back and write an email and hope they follow up i hope they feel like they want to still have that product or that service because it, it'd be a little cooling effect on their buying behavior so you want to make sure you don't cool the buying behavior give them as much of an opportunity to purchase as they want you know i'm not saying that you have to go in there and, and start you know pushing every single product or service you have and try to get payment right there before you leave but in the same vein let's say you do have a complimentary service or a complimentary product that is going with your training or going with your service and you're right there performing the actual service right then is the time to to see if it's possible for you to upgrade the experience to them and go ahead and say hey uh, i know that you're you've been really interested in this thing uh, this is a complimentary product or service that i have that goes right with it uh, let me set you up with that and you're making the offer it's up to them if they want to do it or not but you can't even make that offer and follow through with it unless you have a method for putting that payment through and you want to do the payment first because some people again may cool off later so therefore uh, they may not want to uh, do the service anymore they're going to put it off because something else comes up uh, if you already have it prepaid while you're there at the event through your card reader then now all you're doing is following up and delivering that service as opposed to trying to get that service pushed and get it processed and everything else you'll be ahead of the game just that much and that little edge is going to be something that will be a benefit to your company so bring something with you so you can you know upgrade the experience for for the person who's uh, taking your class or uh, your performing service for all right so that is the tip of the week so again i encourage you like i did at the beginning of this episode whatever podcast listener you're listening to it'd be oh mean the world to me if you take the time and go give a review for the show let me know how it's doing let me know i could do better that's great i'd like to to do that and uh, that will help me with the rankings to get up there i think i'm in the education section of the podcast so i'll help uh, boost me up there so i appreciate you guys and i'll touch you next monday This podcast is being sponsored by safetyconsultantblueprint.com. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The Jeep Celebration event is here, which means great deals on the SUVs built to stand the test of time are waiting. Hurry in before time runs out. FCA vehicle owners financing at $4,750 total cash allowance on select 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 models and dealer stock the longest. On oldest 20% inventory of 2020 Grand Cherokee Laredo models as of 3-3-2020 in dealer stock. Current vehicle must be registered for 30 days. Financing for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery by 3-31-2020. Jeep is a registered trademark. 
Here's the thing about new Cherry Vanilla Coke. Though Cherry's named first, all the flavors taste just as great. I mean, it could have just as easily been Vanilla Cherry Coke. Or it could have been Coke Cherry Vanilla. And since it's two amazing flavors of Coke, it might have been Coke Vanilla Cherry Coke or Cherry Vanilla Coke Coke. Mm, unless you're in France, which would make it Le Coke de la Vanilla de la Cherry de la Creme. New Cherry Vanilla Coke, so good together. And New Cherry Vanilla Coke Zero Sugar, same great taste, zero sugar.